keep the conversation going in the wake of the Fed chair and stocks now selling off almost 2% down. Here's what else has changed. Dollars up, rates are up now too. Joining me, Lizanne Saunders is the Chief Investment Strategist at Schwab Center for Financial Research. Lizanne, great to see you. It's nice to actually see you. <laughs> it without, is. you know, yeah. thousands of miles and, yep. uh, and laptops and cameras between us. So and it's nice to be on here. On a Fed day, you know, it gives us something to do other than obsess about every little word here. We've been running around. But the gist, it seems it's most important is if they drop from 75 to 50, within maybe by the end of the year. What does that mean to you? So I'm not sure it, it means all that much. Uh, you know, there had been not just some telegraphing of this, you know, step down, the, the two words now everybody's obsessed with, like was the case with uh, Pivot. I, I still think the issue is when the Fed gets to the terminal rate, how long do they stay there? And I, I, I'm not sure that Powell has yet fully convinced markets that they may stay there for a while. Mm. Uh, in, in the interest of, of trying to avoid the fits and starts of monetary policy of the 1970s, it ultimately led to Volcker needing to do what he did. So I, I, I still wonder whether 50 is the final point or whether that's just the next step, and then there's a step down to 25, how they easy to do it. But being data dependent, there's a lot of data even between now and December that will, I think, dictate, is that it? There's a lot of data this week. There's a lot of data this week, yeah. <laughs> we got appointment Friday. We've got services tomorrow. But to your point about the terminal rate, which to me is really crucial. We talked about this with Kathy a little bit yesterday, which is that if the path to get there changes a little bit, maybe our rate of increases slows down, but ultimately that destination is still the same, right. and it's a destination of tightening, do stocks then maybe just go down slower, or is the ultimate destination still lower? Well, I think what's maybe interesting about today's market action, and, and when I was on, on stage last night here at, at Impact, got a question about what the market reaction might be if there was a hint of a step down, which there was, and I said, I wonder whether, given that a lot of the rally has been on the basis of a, a potential step down. Might you get what had been buy on the rumor of and then right. sell on the news, and here we get the hints of a step down and uh, the market uh, turns down. So I, I don't ever try to glean the precise reasons why the market does what it's gonna do on a day-to-day -day sure. basis. I mean, you know, the intraday moves. You guys as journalists have to sort of have the thing to point to and, one thing that you've talked to us about that I think is particularly pertinent over this last, call it month basically, of I don't know if it's a bear market rally, it's a bounce, we stopped going down basically. Uh, the Russell held its summer lows, arguably the best looking index in the last quarter or two. The Dow, as you know, is beating the heck out of the NASDAQ. We've talked about that. The quality companies that you told us before, whenever there is something meaningfully maybe showing a return of appetite, we would want to see that quality outperformance. What is that contour of the market the last couple months tell us? I, I think in the case of the Russell, because it's got much more of a domestic bias to it, I think that helps to explain the relative outperformance mm -hmm. there. It's akin to, uh, Goldman has two indexes, uh, their international index or domestic index, meaning those indexes are the top 50 stocks in the S&P 
with the highest domestic exposure of sales and revenues, and then the 50 with the highest international exposure. Because of the strength in the dollar, the domestic exposure index has handily outperformed right. the international. I think that comes into play with regard to the Russell, too, because it's got that more domestic bias. In the case of the Dow, it's got more, well, it's part of the name, industrials, yeah. and that has been a, a pocket of strength. At the same time, of course, tech is weakened. That's where the bellwethers had significant disappointments last week. That brings the NASDAQ down without taking an index like the Dow down. So a lot of divergences at the index level, but can be explained even with a, a macro lens. A positive thing, arguably, for even stock pickers like Mario, that yeah. uh, the market's being specific I, finally? I think that even though correlations have gone up a bit at the stock-to-stock -stock level, which is typical in a, in a bear market and in a tougher economic environment, I think that the playing field has become much more level for active to do well relative to passive. And it was not a level playing field sure. when you bring fees into the mix. It was uh, sort of a, you know, a losing proposition. But you're, you're seeing a, a much larger percentage of active managers that are beating their benchmarks over the past year or so. Um, the largest percent in decades. Wow. You've got equal weighted doing better than uh, cap weighted. And I think that that is likely to persist. That doesn't mean everyone should throw out their passive uh, vehicles and sure. exposure, but that I think the two can cohabitate in portfolios uh, more easily now. And I think there are opportunities for stock pickers. So more kind of maybe an asset allocation almost, uh, hey, if I had X percent in index funds, I don't want that to go to zero necessarily because I may not be the best stock picker, but if I have access to some vehicle that has a track record Record of doing well with active performance, it takes a part of that equity. Yeah, portion. of course. When it comes to active, it's the manager yeah. uh, that matters. Uh, so that's the the trick. Passive is what it is. You're going to sure. get the index return. But yeah, I think that it's a it, it's a healthy environment to see that we've always espoused the the blend of active and passive. But it was a, a tougher tougher to sell that idea of a blend, given how uh, poorly active performed in relative terms. Yes. I think that. that that is, is changing and not just uh, in a near-term cyclical way. I kind of sense it here today because uh, in a down market, you might think spirits are low, but a lot of people are here to show that their strategy, right. their product, their fund has a way through this environment. Does that environment involve a deep deterioration? The last point here to bring it all together is that recession risk right now. How are those, give us an update on the way you're viewing that probability and whether or not we should expect earnings to just get worse. Uh, I think parts of the economy are already in a recession and a pretty deep one in the case of something like housing. CEO confidence is in a recession. ISM new order is in a recession. It's just happened in this rolling way. I'm not sure at this stage of the game, the ultimate declaration by the NBER of, yes, it's a recession, here's when it started, is almost more an academic exercise at yeah. this point. We're in a bear market, it reflects the weak economy. The, the timing of if and when the NBR dates it, that's going to happen way down uh, the road. Um, but I think a recession, quite frankly, I, I, and I think it would be better if we had it sooner rather than later, um, that is a, a pretty consistent um, cure for the kind of inflation problem mm. we're dealing with. And it, it, you, you know, when, you, when you read between the lines of what Powell and the Fed um, have said, uh, you know, I haven't been listening to the press conference because I've been here, is that a recession to some degree, or more economic pain, to yep. use his word, it, it 
may be sort of a, a feature of what they're doing. Yes. Uh, maybe a necessary ingredient in the, the recipe for not just bringing inflation down short term, but getting it to stay down on a sustainable basis. Absolutely, yeah. a message that um, he did basically deliver again today, saying, hey, we know households are going to feel pain, people are going to feel pain, but it's part of the process. Part of the process. It's always a pleasure to get your analysis. Lizanne, great to much. see you. Nice to be here. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, really good stuff here on the equity side of the market today in a very down market.